Hello again. This is Town Talk. I'm Colton. I'm Logan. I'm Alex. I'm Eve. I'm William. I'm back from the void. Mr. McIlan. And Mr. Cannon. And I'm Mr. Dixon. I'm going to shout that because I don't have a microphone. (laughs) Would you like me to give you my microphone? I have... I can use Eve's if you would like. No, that's okay. I'll just uh, hover over Colton's shoulder here and shout in his ear. (laughs) Suit yourself. So, Dixon, should I say a little bit about what we're doing here and what this whole thing is, or am I stepping on somebody already? No, no, I think you should. You can introduce us. This is kind of like your little thing, so go for it. Okay. So, um, last year, we did a March Madness-style bracket for Best Musical Artist Ever. We called it March Music Madness. This year we are back with March Movie Madness. So we are attempting to determine what is what does BHS think is the best movie ever. So we've already gone through a preliminary round where we did a very long list of movies from all sorts of critical lists, Sight and Sound and AFI and IMDB and just popular movies we know people love. And we asked people to nominate movies to be in the top 64. So according to the number of votes received, uh, we have seeded them one through 64. So um, I'm I'm specifying that because I've already received a number of complaints saying, how could you have put these two up against each other in the first round? We determined it based simply on the math of how many votes we got. Um, So I blame math. Don't blame me. Or you can blame Mr. Dixon. That's fine. Uh, Which means we get stuff like Monty Python up against Shawshank Redemption. There there are some really hard calls on this. I gotta say. Some really hard calls. You can't compare. I I forget which one it was, but like Deadpool was up against something. And I was like, you can't compare these. Spirited away. The sound of music against Titanic. You can't compare those. Uh, Top Gun Die Hard, though. That one, those two, if I recall correctly, are not like exactly similar, but. Oh, yeah, they're the same. Yeah, exactly Isn't one of them plain? One of them's like a, a, not like a spy movie, but yeah, like a, it's basically a spy movie. It's like where you crawl around the vents and stuff. It yeah. sounds a bit like a spy oh movie. Oh my god! No. So maybe we Why? could take a couple of the most controversial matchups and maybe have a little bit of debate. We or something also, like that. Or? We should also mention that Logan is here, and Logan is going to be our our resident uh, expert. Maybe he's he Captain doing Spain. A senior project. <laughs> Captain yeah, Logan, Spain. Captain Spain. He is our, uh, for your senior project, you want to tell us a little bit about your senior project? Uh, so for my senior project, I'm going to be watching uh, one movie from each decade going back to the 1920s and um, basically reviewing them, seeing how they've evolved, and then I'm going to try and answer the essential question of uh, how does how do movies impact culture? Mm. So I think... Or vice versa. Or how vice does versa. culture impact movies? Yeah. So you're the, the resident expert then. Love I it. guess so. Yeah. All right. How many movies from your list are on this bracket, or are, are, are any? Someone who hasn't started their senior project. Uh, <laughs> okay. Captain <laughs> Spade, come on. All right. I'm uh, not sure. Okay. Me neither. So you're Maybe still you figuring out what movies you're going to watch. Yeah. Okay. Well, now you have a bracket to use to decide. Well, yeah, I know, bracket. but that this is one of the fascinating things about this list for me is this is my, like, get caught up list, mm. because there's a bunch on this list that I haven't... I mean, not too many. I've seen most all of these, but there's a small handful mm-hmm. that I've never seen, and now I feel like I have to like go back and watch it, and you know, like 
Although, I like as I look through, actually, most of these I have seen, but mm -hmm. I, I haven't seen 1917 yet. Mm -hmm. um, so haven't seen The Iron Giant yet. Haven't seen well, Titanic. You don't need yet. to see 1917. It's up against The Princess Bride. Just vote Princess Bride. <laughs> Colvin. <laughs> we know you can recite The Princess Bride word for word, okay? Yes, which means that it's no contest. We I, don't even care about 1917. We I, do Kung Bride. I do Kung, Kung Fu Panda and Lord of the Rings. I can almost go line for line. Especially can Kung you Panda. recite the books line for line? I can't. Nobody can no. do that. I Mr. can't. Can, that's too much. I mean, you know, I Kung Fu Panda is a pretty great book. <laughs> My dad has like <laughs> a full book of it, but I don't know. All right, let's see. Any other, um, like, really easy picks? For the Avatar movie, we're assuming it's the one with the blue aliens and not the one that's not based with on the, the Airbenders. Movie. Yeah, no. the last Airbender movie is no. like the worst yeah, movie in all of creation. Next time we should do a bracket for worst movies. Ooh, that's good. Oh. <laughs> all right, let's see. I saw Spaceballs over uh, around here. Yeah, again, that would be in the worst movies as well. No, Spaceballs is hilarious. It's just stupid. It reminds me of the. Yeah, uh, it's so bad, it's good. It reminds me of the Gumball humor, movie. The Amazing World of Gumballs. Spaceballs? I think so. Similar title, different premise. I'm really hoping <laughs> different think, premise. I think it's a very different yes. premise, yeah. I think Spaceballs and Finding Nemo is kind of an underrated matchup round one because mm. they're such different genres, but they're both yeah. so good at what they were trying to do. Spaceballs is. Arguably the greatest spoof movie of all time. I think that's something uh, But I mean, I guess maybe Monty Python, but like, it's like saying a Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Right. Yeah. Lord of the Rings. Mel Brooks is just so good. Yeah. They're both uh, pure comedy, but different genres. I mean, I find that whole bracket to be kind of challenging. I think Avatar going up against Goodfellas is a tough first-round matchup, mm -hmm. uh, for yeah. me especially. Wait, wasn't Avatar the highest-grossing movie of all time? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if we just go by box office sales, who wins then? Well, Endgame. <laughs> you just Avatar. I actually think that we can tell by the seating of this whole thing, mm -hmm. the box office. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, right, it's, uh, Endgame is on this list yeah, it's, with a league of their own. Right. Well, Endgame was number three, Deadpool's those. number two, and Star Wars Return of the Jedi is number one. I don't know who that that's, is. That's what I don't always like about this structure of brackets, is that I think it's it's very unfair for the lower-seeded ones, you know, like the, the numbers in the 60s there. Like, they don't really stand much of a chance when you go up against the top seed. Well, you know? these tournament stub brackets aren't designed to figure out their rankings, it's designed to figure out the top one. Right. If you want the ranking, you put them up against a lot of them and score them based on that. I think so you have a you know dynamically updating list. Something that's definitely going to be kind of unfair is that this just says Lord of the Rings, so that's suggesting all three movies versus like Coco. So it's like, sorry, buddy, you're dead. Well, we, you're you're we going up against one of the greatest stories. Well, that is the entire premise of Coco. So like, <laughs> what's what? the entire premise of Coco? That you're dead, right? <laughs> that one was the one where um, no, yeah, the one with the dead boy goes yep. to like. Was it the Mexican afterlife or something? Yeah. 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 He's only yeah, the mostly dead. dead. Yeah. And then mostly he gets dead. stuck there. Not fully and dead. And Just family like development. Me. And I think a guy gets crushed by a bell, too. That does bell. happen, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm mostly biased on this, but I prefer Lord of the Rings over Coco. I agree. I agree. I 
Tiger. That Fig Bokka. I'm not going to ask is somebody. super adorable, and he's my boyfriend. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I cannot I prefer you the anywhere. history and story, and I also especially love the battles. It, I know they're not fully accurate, but goddammit, it's just cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, we're referring I, I to Lord of the Rings. I love, seeing a, Lord of the Rings. I love seeing a nuclear bomb go off and blow up a, a castle's wall. I love that. I don't think that was. That was not I in I know Coco. it's not a nuclear bomb. Yes, I know, but I'm trying to figure out which one you're talking about. Is that the it's part where the like, Lord drops out on everyone? <laughs> like, Helm's oh, Deep. Big army? They blow up the. Helm's Deep, yeah, that one. Um. That is, that is a great battle sequence. That is like mm-hmm. a great action sequence. Although I like the, the shield slide is a little, I don't know. So do any of the movies here stand out? Like, like, do we want to go around and see what everybody thinks is going to be the final two? Um, uh, bias or no bias? Uh, feel free to bias away. I mean, uh, Prince of Pride. Your, your opinion. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if it's the entire series. Lord of the Rings made it to my final two, so I didn't fill out the, like, if I was doing the March Madness for basketball, I would fill out the bracket based on who I thought was going to win, right? But in this case, what I did is I I filled out my bracket based on which movies I liked best in each matchup. Yeah. And Lord of the Rings made it to my final two. It made its way out of that bracket, and then... See, I, I filled it out as to which ones I thought were going to win. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, not necessarily which ones I wanted to win. Right. So I had to eliminate some that I was was really absolutely heartbreaking. So one of the heartbreaking ones. Don't for say was, Labyrinth. Well, it was. Yeah, that's the no. last one I Is like Labyrinth Oof. is one of my all time favorite movies. All but, time, top what? five. And I felt like I had to cross it off because I didn't. But David Bowie. It over Raiders of the Lost Ark. I know. I Raiders, know. I'm sorry, it lost it. Is this like a betting pool or a democracy? Do you want to vote for the one Never. that wins, or do you want to vote for the one that you want to win? This is going to well, be I, mean, I, was, I thought the brackets are supposed to be filled out based on who you think is going to win, not necessarily your opinion. I mean, you're right. Right? Yeah. Because if you're doing basketball, if it's like, you know, you have two different teams, you may root for a team that you, you know, for a college you graduated from or whatever, but you may know that that college stands no chance. Right. So. Me over here who graduated from Labyrinth College. <laughs> <laughs> I would go to that college in a heartbeat. <laughs> I think the problem with Labyrinth is that like, no one born before like 2010, or no one born after 2010 like knows what it is. So given, oh. Mr. Dixon, though, that this is a democratic process and everyone gets to vote, maybe we can try to sway all the listeners of Falcon uh, Talk. Vote Princess Bride. <laughs> Princess Bride is amazing. And Labyrinth are two Maybe two we bolts. can construct some sort of argument as to what does deserve to actually be considered the best movie ever. What kind of criteria are we going to apply to this? Wow. We Box off sales. Vote Avatar. You know what I mean? No, again, that would be Endgame, and I cannot stand for that. No. Avatar, I'm decently sure, is the highest grossing movie of all time. I thought at least at least we all agree that Endgame topped it. I think Avatar's re-release is supposed to make it go higher than Endgame again, but I don't. I believe right now it's Endgame. So to answer Mr. McKellen's question, uh, I think what defines a good movie? Anybody who knows me kind of knows. I have two categories of good movies: the movies I think are good, and the movies I think are like critically good, Mm. and. The more I review movies and watch movies, I start to realize that being critically good is kind of meaningless in the in the real world when you're discussing movies. So 
I don't know. I, I think the best movie just deserves to be whichever one people prefer. Right, and that's the point of this bracket. Yeah. Awesome. So, so pure democracy, like pure Avengers democracy. Endgame, democracy. is the best movie ever just because the most people vote for it? I really hope not. Uh, yeah, um. <laughs> with, that, with that time travel thing, they sure, hope, I troops. really hope it isn't. Um, but, like, I will blame capitalism if it is. A matchup like, where was it? Uh... Ocean's Eleven Incredibles. Oh, Frozen and, <laughs> Frozen and Goodwill Hunting. I don't know if you could argue Goodwill Hunting, is, Goodwill Hunting? is even exactly. I didn't even vote on it's that It's not question. even on the same level as Frozen. Like, it's I so much better than Frozen the, as far as actual movie writing goes. I'm voting for Goodwill yet, Hunting because I don't like Frozen. But to use your criteria, right. though, if people prefer criteria, Frozen, more people are going to probably choose Frozen because more people have seen it. And that's that's okay. That's uh, I guess at that point... It's does that a, mean it's better, though? The mother movie in Dead Who am I to say? Dead Okay, you've actually seen that one's pretty decent. I would consider Muppets um, adaptation of Dead Poet Society. They, everyone, <laughs> everyone's either miserable or happy, you know? I honestly don't care what movie is going to win just, as, long as, me. as long as it's not Die Hard because everyone says it's a Christmas movie, but it's obviously not a whoa. Christmas movie. It takes whoa, place on whoa, Christmas. Whoa, Why whoa, do you say whoa, something whoa. so Die Hard is my personal so favorite movie it, of all time. And I can't take that slander because it Die Hard is Christmas. a Christmas movie. It's just so good that it can't be limited. It, okay, limited if to yeah, it's not on the same level. People argue that Die Hard is a Christmas movie because yeah, they're so on the floor. Does that? I mean, it's a movie on the ground. On Christmas. Wait, wait, wait. It's a movie about Christmas. You want a movie about Christmas? Go to what? Don't watch Hallmark. Wait, wait, wait. Does Number that mean Frozen is Christmas because there's snow all no, over no. everywhere? Yes, obviously. You can watch it on Christmas. Yeah. So apparently, no. if you have small children, who would be under? by that. Great. Yep. Mm -hmm. it, if it makes you feel any better, uh, during COVID, the COVID first COVID Christmas, like that was our family watching Die Hard during, on Christmas Day. Like we open presents, then we watch Die Hard. If that sways you, whether it's a Christmas. My family always does a Christmas whole marathon. We watch Die Hard one, two, three, sometimes four, never five. But we're always watching. They have Die Hard Five. I think they made a big one. Yeah. Yeah, they're at like Chernobyl with John McClane's kids. It doesn't. <laughs> we don't. Why? We ignore that one. I'm curious uh, what the plot of Kung Fu Panda Four is gonna be because they're coming oh, out yeah. with that. I, my main message is just don't screw it up, please. Yeah, it, we have a perfectly good trilogy. Is that on? Me is, is Kung Fu Panda on the list? Isn't there like a Frozen Three coming out? The one I'm sure really. So I'm, I'm looking down at Mr. Cannon's personal bracket yeah. over here, and I'm seeing his winner is Back to the Future. And I want to hear an argument on Ooh, Mr. Cannon. Yeah, we need an argument on that. Back to the Future is uh. the best movie ever. Drop it on us, Cannon. Uh, why Back to the Future is the best movie ever? Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, gosh. Perfect script. Um, every every line in that movie is fantastic. and Even the one where Marty McFly almost... Has a thing with his mother from the past. Oh that my is, god! They, they resolve that in in yeah. His mom has a crush on him because she doesn't know that it's his her son from the future. Right? Why would it be? Why would it be? But they res, they resolve that issue at the end. I think I need some water right, for this. Right before I don't want to spoil the movie. But We've all they, seen it. they get back to you know right you know right before he leaves the car and then uh, George McFly punches out Biff. Like they resolve that issue, it becomes starkly clear what's what's what in that film. 
but it's great. It's like, you know, you, you, you get stuck back in time, you gotta fight your way back to the present, it's got nostalgia, it's got a little bit of action, it's got perfect character archetypes. It only has nostalgia if, like, that was the time period you grew up in. I don't know. I disagree. I think as an American, you can have nostalgia for the 1950s. I didn't grow up in the 1950s. I guess I have a little bit of nostalgia for the 80s because I was a kid during the 1980s. Well, and that's a 1980s movie. But we didn't movie. have nostalgia when it came out. So Right. I just right. want to throw out there. That's actually one of the matchups that I thought was most interesting because it was kind of the anti-Lord of the Rings, in my opinion, since it doesn't specify the movie. Um, in that, I mean, it's it's definitely better than Step Brothers, but once you get further, like, Lord of the Rings um, is aided by the fact that it includes all three. Mm. I don't know if Back to the Future was. If we're True. just including Back to the yeah. Future 1, that's a top three movie of all time for me. Mm-hmm. Back to the Future 2, I have a really hard time with. Mm. Back to the Future 3 is one of my, it's a good movie, but it's not, like, a good movie. I just really personally enjoy it. So, I don't know. I think as we get further on, we'll have to I see. I kind of assumed it was the first one, honestly. Yeah, how people on. interpret it. Well, it just really depends on um, what Lord of the Rings movie there is, but like... They all have Legolas before you ask. Well, yes, but also that they come out with a new girl version of the Lord of the Rings. I saw that the other day. Uh, It was kind of really sucky. Um, Just same exact plot, just, just... they did that I, with Ghostbusters too. I feel like all like the knockoffs of the like the movies out there, like the original movies, just completely suck. Like just oh, the knockoffs suck. Yeah, the knockoffs hot suck. take knockoffs suck. Hot take remake Kung Fu Panda wins Bride because um, it's perfect Andre, already. Andre the Giant died, so you can't oh. get Fezzik again. Yeah. Skill issue. Okay. I mean, you could so get someone else to play it yeah, but it, would, it, would be it would not be the same. I would like to maybe look at a couple of specific uh, matchups here. Like, um, one is E.T. versus Rocky. Mm. Uh, I'm curious can. to see, like, what the student... Uh, Never seen either of them. I think I... I don't even know which one I Rocky voted for. Just because, like, E.T. is so disgusting. And I want to cry. E.T. <laughs> e. e. is a bald monkey. I don't care. He it's is just, like a I mean, stubby. He looks like a pug. This hurts me. E.T. is just. Um, it hurts me a lot. Yeah. E.T. Yeah. E. E.T. Yep. is just um, just a future. We're just all going to be dead and just what? robots are going to live. I think like, I no, you're thinking of it. Wally. Oh, that's Wall. Cool. Cool. E.T.'s the one with the with the with the alien no, and the little basket of the bike. How no, many robot apocalypse anyway. movies are on here? Uh, oh, a lot. Let's see. We definitely have Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Why we have Wally. I'm sorry, Terminator 2 specifically? Yeah, Terminator 2. T2 is the very best bottom. Uh, Terminator 2 is the better Terminator. Isn't the best actually. Yeah. Uh, Terminator uh, movie. Oh, Jurassic Park kind of fits, but it's not robots. Iron Giant, there's one robot. I feel like one um, of the Jurassic Parks is robots. A couple robots in Titanic. The Princess Bride. So it's because it's just always in the list. So we mentioned Jurassic Park, it's, and that was actually on TV this weekend. And I uh, found myself just well, sort of like that was what I decided to put on in the background while I was doing other stuff. And so I'm thinking about my bracket, and I think this is what it comes down to for me. This is, you know, there were some times where there was like a movie that was really good that I love that I probably won't ever watch again. Mm. But most of the movies that won for me are the ones that I could watch over and over and over again and never get tired of. Kung Fu Panda, which is why no one watches uh, Age of Ultron. Right. Nobody can watch that again. 
Oh, so like some be. of these on here, like I could, I could honestly you tell you that no, Schindler's uh, List is a better film than Ghostbusters, but I'm not gonna watch Schindler's List over and over and over again. So eventually, it doesn't, it doesn't make it far. So it comes bracket. down to the rewatch value for you. Yes. That's Marginal economics. Well, then Comfort Zone and Lord right. of the Rings still win. Absolutely right. Marginal and economics. The harder ones for me are the ones like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark and Labyrinth. I could watch either one of those at any given time and be perfectly happy watching those two movies. Right. You know, and so that's like a tough call, right? What about mm -hmm. snakes? Oh, there's always got to be snakes. Did you know snakes in Labyrinth? <laughs> snakes on a plane? No, but there's a bog of eternal stench, <laughs> no. so that counts. Yes, but it's okay. less realistic so than snakes. It's the bog Park, what about the Jurassic Park Godfather mm. matchup? I haven't I seen Godfather. I find Godfather unwatchable. I, I agree. Oh, I did oh, not. It's, it's on one of the. Have you seen it? On every critically acclaimed <laughs> list yeah. ever. It's unwatchable because neither of us have seen it. <laughs> but I don't like it. It's unwatchable no, for all of us. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those movies, and, and Logan, to your point about kind of the critical versus the like, the movie everybody wants to watch and is just like the fun entertainment value. It's clearly the critical darling. It's one of those movies that in some ways it's better after you've watched it and you think about it more than like the experience of watching the movie to some extent. Or it's one of those movies that like if you study it more as like almost like you're reading a novel in English class, you get something deep out of it. But it's almost like its own subcategory for how most people watch movies. I mean, it's clearly that's great if that's your thing. Really, good, like I've I've certainly done English that with a few teachers. movies, but also like you shouldn't be required to. It, right, it's it's sort of like comparing like, do you want to read? Uh, I don't know. I'm looking for like a like a novel equivalent. It's like most people don't want to read War and Peace. They'd rather read like the Harry Potter series. So it's mm -hmm. like, is there something great in War and Peace? Yes. Does anyone really want to read it? Not really. <laughs> you know, like the English major wants to read it, and it, there's a reason people have been reading it for whatever 150 years or something great in it, but. The average person doesn't want to sit down and watch The Godfather. They should make a movie adaptation of uh, The Art of War. How about On uh, War? Well, so, no, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's like war. I do think it's a great movie, but do I want to go watch it tonight? Not really. I'd rather would, watch Jurassic Park. I would much mm. rather. I mean, Jurassic Park is one of my all-time favorites. Like, if, that book is yeah. like one of my all-time favorite books. Great book. The, uh, the movie is just brilliant. Yeah. It's brilliant. And if you can never make... A good sequel to Jurassic Park. No, you, you cannot. No, it's impossible to make a sequel to that movie. And yet they've tried so many times and failed every time. You can't get better than the T Rex scene. Right. It is like the you know. best oh, yeah. scene in any movie, and no other. Like you can make the dinosaur bigger and scarier. It's never going to be better than that. If we're talking about watching, and yet you still put Back to the Future above it. I had to. It was my. You had. That to. was my final four matchup: Back to the Future versus Jurassic Park. Oh, so okay. So what were your other two? Uh, the Lion King and Lord of the Rings. Mm. Where'd the, the Lord Princess of the Bride? Rings. Where'd that end? <laughs> well, the Princess Bride, unfortunately, lost to Back to the Future in the third round. Mm. In the round of 16. Mm. In my... So we've got a probably what? about uh, a few more minutes here before we have to shut off this podcast. I've Let's... Been, I've been trying to say it already. If we're going by like how many times you're gonna be watching it, I would put it as Kung Fu Panda and Lord of the Rings and winners. Yes, Kung Fu Panda is not here, but I'm. They're not it the here. same category. <laughs> I don't care. I watched them too many times. Honestly, I just want to see this happen. It's in the triple digits. <laughs> 
Um, I want to see this happen, so but uh, Coco versus Toy Story. Mm. I see this that would be well, a good matchup. Then you'd have to sacrifice Lord of the Rings, though. Yeah, I think an interesting way if we if we were to do this again. I mean, hold on, we could uh, switch the brackets. I mean, not now. They obviously. would really have to make it to the final two. Well, we obviously know the the ones that are gonna win. Well, I believe, in my opinion, the three that are gonna be the top three is Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and sadly, Princess Bride. Hopefully. Sadly. <laughs> sadly. I don't. I don't think Princess Bride is gonna be in the top three. I don't think enough people have seen it. Needs a real shame. Well, actually, what's what's a real shame is that all the movies that were made in like the 1900s, I believe the kids today, the 1900s, you know, like 1901 through 2000. Okay, Logan just pulled out a Princess Bride deck of cards. I did. I I bring these things everywhere. Um, Because they were in my basement one time, my dad was gonna throw them out, and I said, "That's a good deck of cards," and we respect cards. In my house, and it's so Princess Bride, now I have these Princess like, Bride playing cards. That, so that reminds me, I have a bookmark in my bag of the Lord of the Rings. It was Aragorn and Arwen, and it's just like a like a bookmark of them, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. The real it's question cute. is: Is Prince Humperdinck a Jack? Is he a king? He should be a is Joker. Wesley the king. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Wesley is the king. I've seen Princess one. Bride twice and didn't like it all that much. Oh, uh, Harris, but Harris, the, Harris. the cards are really good looking. So the cards are really good. Looking, so. <laughs> Fair Honestly, the, the plot is kind of lackluster, but like, it's <laughs> but the, the aesthetic. It has it's, great quotability. It also would not make it best Back to the Future for me. I'm not sure it's making it past save, Saving Private Ryan, personally. Because that Saving Private, Saving Private Ryan, Ryan, I think, in my opinion, breaks uh, JC's threshold of maybe I wouldn't watch it over and over, but I think it's so good that it. Mm-hmm. It's yes, better than Princess Bride. Princess Bride seven times in one day. So of course, Good. the Matrix <laughs> don't and Private do that. Ryan is another. That's a tough matchup. Tough matchup. Tough matchup. That's a really tough mm. matchup. It's I, not it, tough to me. I think the Matrix blows it away. I, but, I agree. But I, agree. I think Saving Private Ryan is a good movie. It's a good war movie. There's nothing else like The Matrix. No. Would be my argument. Yeah. There are other good war movies. The Matrix is a unique watching experience. Though maybe that was a time and place for me. It was one of the first movies I ever watched on DVD. I think I watched it when I was like 11. I was like, I, can't, I don't understand this. This blows my mind. It's so good. But if you didn't watch it under those conditions, maybe. So you didn't see it that way. So I believe like the olden movies, like every everyone like probably. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> sorry. Uh, From so, like, the like, the original um, Godzilla. So basically, like um, Star Wars and like all those yeah, new <laughs> movies from the 1900s. Yes. <laughs> basically, all those movies. I feel like the kids nowadays that are like the kids nowadays. <laughs> Kids the kids nowadays, nowadays don't the original Star Wars trilogy. The kids nowadays don't know the movies from the so, 1900s. So that was an interesting thing we did. Is we decided we would put all the Star Wars movies in its own little voting bracket, and Return of the Jedi came out as the top Star Wars movie, which I found absolutely fascinating. I thought it was going to be Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back literally had middle child syndrome. Empire Strikes yeah. Back is a top five movie trilogy. of all time. When have you in the amazing. middle trilogy? It's uh, like the and, best sequel, though. Yeah. I, I do wonder if mm. because it's Return of the Jedi, it won't go quite as far. Right. right. 
so Although, I don't know. So Turn the Jedi is my favorite, so I'm hoping, like, for my final two, I had Star Wars versus Endgame. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Endgame's, like, great. There's, there's a lot of stuff no, you, going on. You know on. that the Bow High School students are going to pick Deadpool over Spirited away. Endgame because they have no taste. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kenna. I'm looking Over down Endgame. at your, your back. Endgame's not going to make it that far. I'm seeing Toy Stories beating Star Wars. Is, yes. is this because it's Return of the Jedi or because you love Toy Story that much? I mean, <laughs> Toy Story. Listen, no good option there, buddy. Uh, the hardest matchup in my entire bracket was Toy Story versus Back to the Future because those two are, are the most perfect movies mm-hmm. on the entire list. They would have been my final two if they were Toy bracketed Story. that way. Toy Story. Toy Story mm-hmm. redefined a genre. Yeah. And for that, I think mm-hmm. we have to get, get credit. Yep. Yes, okay, that's fair. The people voting for it don't have to give it credit. It's just another movie. Yeah, but we we have Ooh. to give it credit. All right, <laughs> here. <But laughs> right yeah. In the podcast, we gotta give it some credit. I'll take uh, Kung Fu Panda beats Lord of the Rings. It's not on the bracket. I don't. So care. we had it a, we had no. a um, bracket no. turned into me. By the way, you can um, fill out your brackets. There will be copies in the library. If you want to fill one out, feel free to fill it out. Put your name on it, and we'll see how everyone does. Um, but there was a bracket that put um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean into the final two, which I thought was uh, a surprise. But Short intro. Is it Caribbean or Caribbean? Was, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. Dixon, should we go around the, the horn here and just say the movie we hope wins? Yeah, Chris Bride. Uh, Die Hard. I hope Ghostbusters makes it reasonably far. Uh, I say The Lord of the Rings. I would have said Kung Fu Panda, but sadly it's not here, so I'll go with Lord of the Rings. I'm going to give some love to Knives Out. Really? Really. Yep. I think it's I think it's basically a perfect film. I love it. I don't think it truly deserves to win, but it, uh, no one else has really mentioned Sounds it. Sounds like so a low love. budget slasher horror fa- film. It's a, no, it's actually, it's, a murder it's like the exact yeah. Obby, yeah. Uh, a brilliant it's a modern take on the slasher Hugata. horror yeah. film. Yeah. No, that was great. This first bracket, this upper left hand bracket. I don't know what you would call that, but that first bracket is a is a monster. It was the hardest bracket. Uh, I have Back to the Future coming out of that bracket, winning the whole thing. For me, I you know I'm so torn. I'm like I I'm such a Star Wars nerd. Princess I'm gonna have to go for Return of the Jedi. It's my all-time favorite. I'm gonna go for Return of the Jedi. I think it's hard to deny that whatever makes it out of that bracket, that region for you, it. I don't know who what can top it. But. Right. I mean, there's so. I'm many probably gonna have to there. go with Princess Bride for that top bracket. I'll probably end up going up against. Uh, what about the Bite Club? Left maybe one. which the bottom I'm left. This one's gonna win the bottom left one. I. I would say like left one. Die Hard, uh, Jurassic Park. I think Guardians of the Galaxy. Or or yeah. yeah. Maybe Frozen. Right. Frozen, a lot of people know. I'm guessing what BHS will do. Is frankly I love Die Hard. Titanic, so, I think, is the best movie in that. I think that another bracket. bracket came in that had Guardians versus Endgame. Marvel Stan. I can't watch either of them. There's a lot of Marvel fans out there. And they have, uh, those two have a big chance to really dominate. They probably said, like, Deadpool for the top. Guardians of the Galaxy is frankly uncomfortable for most of that. Right, most the bell just of it. rang, like, by the way. So, oh, like, Star Lord is Colton, all right. annoying. Uh, Colton is telling us that the bell has rang, so we have to sign I have been now. Colton. Also, vote for Princess Bride's better. Peace out. Go. <laughs> All right, that's I guess our show for today. So everybody's just like got up and like it's like the Tasmanian devils have just got. This this is how class ends, Mr. Dixon.